0: well hello everybody it's dr hank and welcome to agent wealth success and you know what we do here that we uh help Uh, real estate agents, professionals, brokers, uh, loan officers to uh, build their business and their wealth. In fact, we have an amazing way now for real estate agents to make money on the mortgage side, up to $2,500 without having to do anything. So just exciting times in uh, the world today. And uh, today, though, that I just have a a really remarkable uh, kind man, and it's uh, Mark Dolphini And Mark, welcome to our show.
1: Thank you. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah. And uh, and you're in the Marines. I was in the Army. So I appreciate uh, your service. And uh, just awesome. Uh, you have also uh, written three real estate books. And I love one of them is The Judge, A, lot, a Landlord's Tale. And uh, and then we'll get into a little of that. But for everybody out there to know that, uh, first of all, we both think you for uh coming and showing up if you will that uh you will i guarantee you you will uh get some magic dust put put on you that you'll all of a sudden get you know uh, an idea a thought here that's going to really ignite you and ignite to build your business and build your wealth because that's what we're here for and you know money equals freedom and one of the reasons why we're here is for more freedom. And uh, uh, money is also represents a beautiful way to exchange energy and to be able to give our services. And so I want all of you to have lots of money, and I know the exact path on how to do that, and so does Mark. So, um, Mark, if I can, that, uh, you know, I really like that uh, in your um You you have an exclusive VIP method of how to create a a real estate business, focus on life output. And uh, can you talk to us a little about what that means and maybe anything else that uh, you maybe think we should talk about before we understand where you are there? Absolutely. Well,
1: first and foremost, thank you for your service, because I don't want to gloss over You know, you were army, I'm Marines. As long as we're shooting in the same direction and not at each other.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, for sure.
1: Thank you, my brother. So welcome home. But the the other thing that I, you know, in terms of the um, the vision infrastructure process method is something that I feel really, really strongly about, and you'll and you'll see that as I get fired up because I feel it already. Just the just the the energy that flows through me when I talk about this because you know, the vision infrastructure process method was really something born out of desperation. And I would love to say that, you know, I bought my first rental property and then I immediately went to the Ferrari dealership, bought my (laughs) first Ferrari, you know, and it it, it was just a skyrocket from there. Um, Unfortunately, you know, I'm not the kind of person that was born on the third day of the month and called it a triple, right? I, I definitely struggled. Um, so the VIP method really was born out of out of some struggle that uh, that I talked about in the Time Wealthy yeah. Investor
0: 2.0. OK, great. And um, and so can you tell us like I, I just love being a hands on and really giving a lot of value to mm-hmm. our audience and everybody out there. And so what would you say that, you know, and I love that you you brought up that. You, you had contrast. So in other words, yeah. and, and for everybody to know that uh, Mark actually has about $40 million worth of assets, either under management or he owns. So he's very successful in real estate, but we all have to have this contrast and all of us have, have gone through contrast. And I basically, uh, the definition of contrast is things we don't want, you know, didn't want a deal going south, the business not getting started, the business not growing, you know, whatever that that is and so can you share what is your probably biggest contrast that actually was a blessing because all contrast it becomes blessings when we look at it you know long term that what was your greatest um uh blessing on contrast that you experienced in real estate
1: that is the best way to answer it mark tell us about your most abject failure i love it, I love it. <laughs> So my uh, my Titanic, my deep water horizon moment, you know, um, Hindenburg moment was, you know, I was in the middle. I, I had built a six million dollar portfolio basically from scratch. Wow. And, um, you know, may, I know there's many people who, you know, who are who are watching the show that are that are interested in buy and hold investing because they're, they're sick of the hunt. They're sick of the, you know, going out and, and eating what you kill. And there's a lot of real estate agents that watch this show, a lot of brokers that watch this show, but that, that passive income is nice. But when you don't create a, an infrastructure and process, all you've done is just substituted another job. So that's exactly what I did is I bought myself. I had the $6 million portfolio that I had built with a, you know, hodgepodge of creative financing and wheeling and dealing. And I had these 92 rental units. And by most people's measure of success, they would have thought I was crushing it, right? I'm bringing in $65,000 a month and, you know, I had the, the house, and the cars and all the things. But um, what they didn't know is I had created hundreds and hundreds of little jobs for myself with the, the leasing and the showings and the, the opening of the mail and answering, you know, the phone, which was just absolutely relentless Uh, And And this is even before text messaging was really a big thing, right? Back in 2005 and 2006. But um, so I created hundreds of little jobs for myself. And, you know, skipping ahead a little bit, what happened when 2008 came along, um, you know, that $65,000 a month went to $30,000 a month. And there's just no way I could weather that storm. It was just too too severe. And... um, so I worked harder. I wanted. I ended up working from twelve-hour days to sixteen and eighteen and twenty hours a day. Maybe some of your listeners can can uh, understand that. Yeah. And, and that getting in that real estate hustle and doing it, but unfortunately, that lifestyle catches up with me. Catches up with you. And yeah. as a young man at thirty-seven years old, otherwise healthy, um, I got sick, which is no, yeah. sh- no surprise. Right. And, I, and I ended up getting double pneumonia in the hospital. So, and, wow. I, and I almost died. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and, and that, uh, actually, see, because we've been all taught, oh, you got to work hard. And so, basically, most people have been swimming upstream. And none of our desires are upstream. And that's a perfect example of how this upstream that, you know, you were working away from 12 hours a day to 16 hours a day. And uh, and really God was telling you, you know, your higher power was telling you that, hey, this isn't how life is supposed to be. We're supposed to be enjoying ourselves. we we have plenty of time. And in fact, if you look and analyze time, we all have plenty of time. Like you can take 60 hours a week and take your sleep and you'll still have 40 hours you know left in the week so we all have plenty of time however we have talked and me being a mental scientist, we have talked ourselves into I'm too busy. I don't have enough time. And, um, and so it was just God's way, if you will, of of saying, Hey, you know, you're not, you're swimming upstream and I don't want you to swim upstream anymore. So um, here's, you know, kind of what, uh, so we'll kind of wake you up. And so what did you do then? Like, so that's what you didn't want. And when you woke up, like you turn the other cheek, and you said, "Here's what I want." And how did you go about doing that? How were you led to the promised land, if you will? <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's uh, it's a little bit of a story. I'll try to tell it quickly, but the sure. um, you know, your lots of biblical re- references that are ringing my bells, man. I love it. Yeah. yeah, it was really one of those things where I'm here. I am laying in this hospital bed, mm-hmm. and my whole world, not just my my business world, but my whole world was circling the bowl because I had a relationship that was, that was, you know, circling the bowl, like I said, and and, and that, because I wasn't putting any time into that. Um, Health was a mess. My business was a mess. And all of those were the cumulative effect of all the decisions that I had made up to that point. And so it was funny, I'm laying in this hospital bed and I will never forget this. This hospitalist came in and she said, you know, you need to look at." what's going on in your life because people who look like you and she meant young and healthy don't sit in hospital beds like this with double pneumonia. Wow. Yeah. And that really resonated with me. And as I was sitting there and of course I've got all this stuff swirling in my head, I couldn't answer myself. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do, I mean, it was all on me at that point.
0: She was an angel. She was an angel that nurse, wasn't she?
1: I'll tell you what. Well, two more angels came in that day and it was really funny because they had a lesson to teach me. Yeah. It's really funny because it, as it relates to the VIP method, I'm sitting there with all these thoughts of, you know, I've read Michael Gerber's e-myth. And of course, it's like, okay, I got to systematize, but what does that even look like? I have no idea. So everybody's been telling me I need to get help. I need to get, you know, I need to get systems in place. But, you know, with he- what was help going to do? I mean, I didn't have any infrastructure or process, you know, no. walking them into a room and yelling, do work. <laughs> and then running away wasn't going to fix the order of the universe, right? Yeah, um, right. So, so Um, As I'm laying there in the hospital bed, this little nurse comes in and she, she's, you know, she says, "Um, I need to give you a shot in the stomach. To which I replied, you need to work on your marketing. (laughs) You got to sell that better. You're not. (laughs) I said, well, what's this for? And she said, um, well, it's uh, Coumadin, I guess, and you're going to be laying in a hospital bed for the next couple of days. We don't want blood clots to form in your legs. I said, well, this thing you got me hooked up to is on wheels, right? And she said, yeah. And I said, I can get up and walk around, right? And she looked at me like I was asking her to explain Michael Jackson to me. And I was <laughs> like, um, she's like, well, yeah. So she took her needle and she went away. Not long later, another nurse came in. With another needle, which I just hate needles to begin with. Yeah. And she's and she said, well, I said, well, what's this for? I gotta give I gotta give you a shot. I said this at least wasn't in the stomach this time. I said, I, yeah. I gotta give you a shot. I said, well, what's this for? She said, well, it's because of the uh, prednisone that we have you on, the steroid we have you on. It's messing with your blood sugar, and um, you we gotta give this to you to get it regulated. I said, well, I'll tell you what, how about I just don't eat sugar today or any carbs, and we'll see if it's in the morning. If it's still high in the morning, you can give me a shot. So she takes her needle, she goes away. Now that, that, that might've seemed somewhat innocuous of like, well, you're just, you know, taking care of your health. You're just, you know, watching out for yourself. But what were the nurses doing? The nurses weren't being told to do this. They were operating on a system.
0: Yeah.
1: They were operating off of a process. And I thought, wait a minute. So all of the things that were swirling around in my head at that moment in time, they all landed in three basic buckets of what was wrong with basically everything in my, in my life. Yeah. First and foremost, I had all of my processes that were up in my head. Everything was in my head. If if someone called, I knew who they were and I knew what their issue was. It, it, it was all, all of it was in my head. And, and many people who are listening to this, who are self-employed individuals and you don't have a business, you're not a business owner. But if you're self-employed, you know what I'm talking about. It's all in your head. Right. Then the next piece is even if I did have, and I alluded to it earlier, even if I did have help. I didn't have anywhere for them to go. I didn't have anything for them to work at or even on, like I didn't have computers or desks or chairs or an office or anything. Right. I didn't have infrastructure. So I didn't have process. I didn't have any infrastructure. And finally, when I realized really what am I doing this all for, I didn't have any vision in terms of what I was doing this all for in the first place. Why this? I'm not an idiot. I mean, I had a a college degree in accounting. I could have gone to work that field. and I probably made more money and definitely got more free time. But why was I doing it? So the vision for my life in terms of what I was doing this for in the first place was not clear at all. Mm -hmm. So that's how, again, vision, infrastructure, process. And it has to go in that order because the vision piece is really what you're doing this all for in the beginning. Once yeah. that's well-defined, then you can put your infrastructure in place. And then the processes that all run in alignment with the infrastructure
0: and your vision. Awesome. Awesome. So that's very clear. And um, what could... So so? let's look at each one of those just a little to yeah. give somebody uh, an idea of maybe how they, they would go about doing this. So on vision... Um, you know, just a brief little, how could you help us right now in order to have a clear vision Well of what we want to do?
1: Absolutely. And, and usually when I talk to people who have done some vision work, like, no, I'm clear on vision. And then usually after a few minutes, I poke some holes in it and not <laughs> because I'm trying to poke holes in it to be mean or to be right. Right. But it's because when your vision is challenged, it's like, wait a minute, maybe it's not as clear as I once thought. Because that, that vision has to be super, super clear because guess what real estate is awesome as it is. There's so there's a million ways to make money in real estate. Yeah, right. Right. The problem is there's a million ways to make money in real estate. And <laughs> real estate is such a distractible and distracting business. Yeah, you know, it's easy for one guy from one week to go. Well, I'm a wholesaler, and the next guy the next week is, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my real estate license, and the next week he's he's a buy and hold investor, and the week after that he's in Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, (laughs) wait a minute, you know, like I don't even know how the Bitcoin space invaded real estate, but whatever. (laughs) Um, But uh, (laughs) it's coming. (laughs) It's coming. I know. I whatever. But 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 my point is that when you have an absolute clear vision of what it is that you're trying to accomplish, and I mean so clear it's obvious. Mm-hmm. That it's as obvious as what you ate for breakfast this morning. Yeah, it's you can still you know taste the coffee on your breath, right? It's it's got to be that obvious, and it doesn't have to be five or ten or twenty years in the future because you can hide inside activity, right, or hide an inactivity. Right. Well, that's five years away. I don't have to do anything today. Right. Right. So, so what, what is something tangible that you could live a clear vision now just to get some ideas that people get confused goals and vision. So if if I can hit on that real quick, Mm -hmm. goals are just the waypoint along the way to your vision. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Dr. Hank, if you and I are going to jump in a car and we're going to drive from Detroit to Key West, Florida, and our vision, our collective vision is to sit on the beach You know, in some beach chairs, watching the sun go down, drinking some cold drinks, right? That's a clear vision for what we want. Mm -hmm. Now, our waypoints along the way from Detroit might be Indianapolis, Chattanooga, Atlanta, Mm -hmm. right? As we meander our way down through, you know, through to the West. Mm -hmm. But somewhere between Indy and Chattanooga, you say to me, you know what, Mark? I have this really cool friend I knew in the 3rd grade who lives in St. Louis. Why don't we go hang out? Man, he is the he is hilarious. We should go hang out with him for a few days. Yeah. So not only are we backtracking, mm-hmm. we're taking a 90 degree turn off of our off of our vision, away from our vision to go chase this other goal. Right. Okay. So the goals are just the intermediate waypoints along the way to your vision. Now we, again, the vision could be now my vision for getting out of the hospital was get healthy, live right. It was a pretty easy vision, right? Yeah. Oh. So that's that's how. It, so I don't, I would encourage people to, to take a vision that's a bit of a stretch, but not so far off in the distance that it's easy to hide in, in activity.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I love that, and I think for everybody there that to to write down this and um, it'll get you started on vision. And basically, what we all want and so write down i want a long happy healthy and wealthy life <laughs> great affirmation absolutely long happy healthy wealthy life yeah. that if we start there and then you can um you know be looking at hey my vision is to um do luxury homes and to uh, uh you know to uh uh, to uh, you know, and other visions on. Uh, I want to. If you're an investor, I want to. I increase my portfolio to where I have you know 200 doors or or 200 properties or whatever you know it it would be. But I uh, do you agree that that would at least be a good start for people to be wide enough, general enough to be able to then kind of decipher out of that what would I want. What are your that,
1: thoughts on that? I, I like the direction in the terms of the mindset that you're going, but I would change it just a little. Okay. Um, only because I think vision is specifically about what we are here for. Okay. What is it that you want out of an Like again, did God put you here to manage two hundred doors? No. God put you here because you have this very specific guest and that's and that's again, my vision is about my God, my gal, my sons, and my guns. Like I'm pretty easy. <laughs> I am a pretty easy guy. But, yeah, yeah. but, you know, and they all relate to those four areas of my life. Uh, so, so my vision, what I would say is what is it specifically that you want? Because the infrastructure and process, that's just the vessel. Mm. If you woke up tomorrow morning with $300 million in your bank account, are you going to say, oh no, sir, I didn't get that through real estate. So you take that money back. <laughs> Said no one ever, right? Right. So if you woke up with that kind of money, what would your day look like from day to day? Cause you probably still would want to do something constructive something productive um even if it's not you are not calling it work but to someone else it might be work right like i would still work with that kind of numbers in my bank account but but because i know what my real vision is so what i would say to you is i would challenge to say what is it you want that has absolutely nothing to do with business that has everything specifically to do with you and i'll give you a really quick example that's in the time wealthy investor 2.0 that's the last book okay So something I refer to as what's called as anticipated joy, anticipated joy. Okay. Okay. So my, so for me, I think back to when I first met my bride. Okay. And we were getting ready to go on a hot date and I'm remembering, especially the first date that we had as it was leading up to those moments where we were going to get to hang out, right? We were going to get to see each other. And I remember thinking, like that, that tingling in your hands and that knot in your stomach, Man. that 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 anticipated joy of something that's really amazing in your life. And I still get that with my gal. Like that's that, great. Truly really blessed. That's great. So, so what in your life brings you anticipated joy? For some of you, it's discovery. For some of you, it's it's going out and travel and seeing new places or having new experiences. Hmm. For some of you, it's just watching your grandkids. For some of you, it's, it's other things, but what would replicate those feelings of anticipated joy for you? And once you get those answers, that needs to be part of your vision.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. And just, um, uh, to share that uh, my vision and it has held steady it used to be things like i wanted to be the best dad and, and uh build a million dollar business and become a millionaire and you know independently wealthy and whatever and that was very helpful because it gave me that direction and i knew you know where i was going on that map but now because i am in that situation where uh, i really don't work i just play and again some people may think like this is working this isn't working And oh, i love sharing this good news and all your wisdom mark uh you know with all of our folks here and uh but my vision has been to help myself and others become our greatest possibility oh, and so as i look at that and i put myself first because i can't help others until i help myself and so I help myself and others to become our greatest possibility and that just rings uh my heart and and that's you know what just makes me want to get up in the morning. And then I'm directed because of that, I'm directed to be around awesome people like you and attract awesome people like you and and uh, helpful people like I, uh, for the audience to, to know that I asked Mark, what, what do you want out of this? You know, and he said, you know, really, I just want to have a, a really honest uh, down to earth talk up to, you know, maybe 90 minutes even, if I can help somebody. It's like, oh, man, I love that, you know, that that is is just and, you know, whether it goes to some place, you know, or not. And so could you talk a little about that, Mark, on um, uh, what what you do want and what your offer is here to be oh, able sure. to. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So so, you
1: know, and and to go, you know, hopefully we can circle back around to the to the rest of the VIP method here. Yeah. But this is really, really, really important because the. The vision piece is almost always where people think that they're great and they're not. Usually, they're not as good as they think they are. And only because I've had these conversations, literally thousands of times with people, and it's a pretty rare occur- occurrence when someone's that spot on with their vision. Like their vision is written down, they know exactly what it is. And I'll say, okay, so what kind of revenue number are you looking at? Now mm-hmm. your your listeners are gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna be ready for him, right? right. Like <laughs> they're, they're gonna be, you know, when they say, well, I really want twenty thousand dollars a month in, you know, passive income. Yeah. which to me is the Miss America answer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, okay, if you told me, I, you know, I need $19,214.12 each month, that's told me something. Right. That's told me you've thought this through. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what it is that you want, and You know exactly what's going to deliver the next part of your vision for you. Because again, vision is like a V, right? You, you, yeah. you, you want the narrowest part of your vision first. And then the more yeah. well-defined and narrow that is, the more likely it is that you're going to get it and get it quickly. Um, and the reason why it, this is about, this isn't so much about information, but transformation is because all of these limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging behaviors that we as self-employed and business owners frequently engage in mm-hmm. and the self-sabotaging behaviors are things like, you know, allowing yourself to get distracted, you know, those lingering self-doubt and, uh, uh and, and things like, um, you know, uh, basically, uh, uh, having, um, you know, spending money on things that you don't even, you haven't even earned yet, or allowing yourself to get back in debt when you've already paid off debt, all of these self-sabotaging behaviors that come up that many, you're, you know, taking, taking, uh, taking time that isn't earned yet. Like you're, you're taking time off that, you know, or you're buried in activity, right? You're so busy. You can't do the important things or you're buried in inactivity. You've got so many things to do that you don't know what to start on. Right. Yeah. So all of these things are self-sabotaging, self-punishing, self-defeating behavior that yeah. I have recognized not only in myself. This is not judgment. This is confession. So I totally, <laughs> get, it. I totally yeah. get it. But that's really where I feel I can help people the most, because wow. while while I feel that recognizing that those behaviors exist,
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: often not enough. It's often I know I shouldn't eat that chocolate cake, but I'm going to go ahead and eat it anyway. <laughs>
0: like,
1: um, so yeah. that's why, you know, freeing that mindset of being aware of it is definitely important, but yeah. not just being aware of it, but also what to do about it. And that's generally what I can help with when, when I talk with people.
0: Wow, that's powerful, and I just uh, love that. And so, how would they? Uh, again, it's a free session, up to you know ninety minutes, whatever. And how would they uh, get a hold of you? What's the best way to get a hold of you, Mark?
1: I'm I'm on all the you know the the social medias, so okay. it's not hard. But Mark Dolfini, you can reach out to me, for, send me a friend request on Facebook. Although I'm getting okay. a little lean on, I think they Facebook caps you at five thousand, so I'm probably getting close to that. But or just yeah. give me an email at marketlandlordcoach.com. I'm not going to add you to a list unless you want to, unless you want to
0: get on my, my mailing list, but okay. um, what was what was the email again?
1: Mark M A R K at landlordcoach.com.
0: Okay. Great. That sounds super. Well, uh, I appreciate that. So um, we have a few minutes left here, and um, and with that, and I love this whole uh, idea of vision. Uh, and also, as you you know, you're I can tell on your energy that you're starting to get into this now. That you know you're loving on. Hey, you know we have these these uh, self sabotage things, and you can help them, and to, you know not eat the uh, chocolate cake, but do something else. You know make make the call to the prospect or whatever that um, to uh, replace that. So I love it. And I know there's infrastructure and there's process. And for sure, the clear vision comes first. Uh, can you just talk a little about infrastructure and then process in the next couple of minutes before sure. we
1: close yeah. it? Absolutely. So, so really, the reason why vision has to come first is because you want well, you want that well defined because you're going to be building an infrastructure and processes that's in alignment with that vision. Yeah. So, you know, for example, if your vision is to lay on the beach for two months out of the year, rubbing cocoa butter on your belly, now it's a great vision, maybe not a great visual, but a great vision, right? <laughs> um, but if you're setting up an infrastructure that's going to require you to return emails and phone calls in a timely manner that's going to be a terrible experience for you when you're trying to lay on the beach rubbing cocoa butter in your belly. Right. Yeah. So the infrastructure is really, it's all the desks, the chairs, the software, the computer systems, you know, it's all the, it's all the basic stuff, but it's also your asset class selection. So as an investor, you know, if you're looking at asset classes, you know, whether that's single family dwellings or multifamily or parking garages or, you know, whatever, you know, self storage, units yeah. it doesn't really matter, but it's also includes the, the, the asset class selection because you need to set up an infrastructure that's, that's, that's uh, appropriate for that, right? Yeah, right, right. So so that's the infrastructure. The last piece of it is the process, and the process is simply how you do stuff. Now, as a military guy, you know what an SOP is.
0: Right, standard operating operating procedures. That's right.
1: So the standard operating procedure, the SOP is really about um, you know, how you do stuff. So that's the stuff that you might learn from the gurus in terms of, you know, they might have some really, really, really good stuff about how you do a thing. And that might really resonate with you. And and th- you're going to put those processes in place that will run on the infrastructure that you built that all stays in alignment with your vision for the future.
0: That's beautiful. I just love it. And, you know, I and I love also like when you were talking on the infrastructure and looking at the asset class and, Um, like if you haven't looked at what asset class that you have, my counsel to you would be to, you know, what have you been involved with? What do you seem to uh, enjoy? And so, you know, it might be storage places, it might be single family, it might be, you know, whatever that is. And it doesn't matter where you are in there, whether you've had any experience, whether as long as you're feeling good about that, if you will just have that as I'd like to and ask, it's about this asking and so asking, I'd like to get into this part of you know real estate. Right. And again, it doesn't matter whether it's luxury homes or whatever that you want to do, new home builders, whatever it is, yeah. that if you ask, I promise you God will answer and the father will do the work and then all you have to do is receive and so i love the way mark that you defined on that infrastructure because uh literally the world is ours and all we need to do is choose and you really really have a structure on how to have that clear vision that will guide us and then the infrastructure and then finally the the uh process to do that so that that's super that um with a, a couple minutes left that um, what would your counsel be? Any last thoughts that any counsel, any wisdom, words of wisdom from you that we'd love to uh, uh, any thoughts that you think might be helpful for us?
1: Yeah. I, I think it's probably best to just kind of understand, you know, people will ask me, well, what's your, why, Why do you do this thing? Versus, you know, if you're making so much money in real estate, why are you doing this? Yeah. And it's because I really feel that, you know, there's too many people whose marriages are not working right. and there's too many people, there's too many marriages that are failing. There's too many missed baseball games from parents to their children and, you know, too many missed events, too many missed life events. And I went through all of that stuff and I've got, you know, a 13 and 15 year old at home with me oh. and my bride and oh. we have, we're so blessed, you know, and, and those are the things that I, because I have time freedom on my calendar and time wealth, that's what drives me, and that's why this. The, I really feel that I'm being called to do this because, it, you know, it 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 really there is too much emphasis on going out and doing the hustle, right? Especially in the real estate realm,
0: yeah. That
1: the hustle is almost embraced, like it's wow, look at you, you're working so many hours, good for you. And I really, I'm hoping to help shift that mindset somewhat. It's not about being lazy, but it's about being focused and about having the time to focus on the things and recognize and have that white space on their calendar and be able to recognize what your real gifts are and why you are here.
0: Boy, that's great. I love that. Yeah, what gifts you have, why you are here. And again, I'm taking notes and I hope all of you I got a whole page full of notes here that that on um, your wisdom and I appreciate it. Well, uh Mark Delfini, that we thank you so much for being on. You have uh three books, uh The Judge, A Landlord's Tale, uh, uh your um most the exclusive VIP method that you have, that you're offering a free session with you for an hour and a half. And I think we could all tell that you know you really are sincere that you're, uh, you've identified, you know, what, and what is your vision?
1: So it, it my, my vision right now, um, yeah. so I, so I, part of my vision is to have a closer relationship with my God. And, and as, so as, as a, you know, I'd say, well, that doesn't really sound super clear, but it is to me, you yeah. know, without getting into too deep, but, but, sure. you know, as, as a result, you know, I'm reading the Bible from front to back in the year. Right. Uh, And that's part of my goals. I I attend a Bible study that show that I watch every morning, but also to have a closer relationship. For example, part of my vision is to have a closer relationship with my gal, with my bride. And as a result, we have lunch every day. Wow. Um, That's great. (laughs) uh, Actually, you're cutting into lunch hour, which is (laughs) he's running home. She ran home to get lunch and we're going to have lunch together. We have lunch together every day. Oh, and and those sorry. pieces of those things, like have a close, close relationship with my with my sons. Um, right. you know, sending them to a faith based school is very very important. And and I'm sorry, you know, like if it's a little heavy religion on, but but this is what's important to me. And that all yeah. of those pieces of my vision all come together and coalesce into yeah. one very clear vision in terms of what it is that I'm looking for. And it and it has really very little to do with real estate.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That um, yeah, I went to uh, four years of seminary school. I'm an ordained okay. minister, okay. and um, and I went there because I wanted to figure out this God thing. You know, yeah. I just uh, that every pulpit was saying a little something different, yeah. and so I discovered, you know, and I have that clear understanding now that uh, for me, and and one of the easiest things for us to recognize is that God communicates, uh, through us. With our feelings, and uh, so when we feel bad, we're not thinking about whatever we're thinking about, like God is. And when you follow your uh feelings like that, and so people call it in- intuition and my gut feel, you know, on that, but uh, as we follow that, that we can be on that lighted path and the light of the world. And so, I just love on what your vision is, and mm-hmm. I'm right there with you, my friend. And so, I appreciate you, and uh, and to all of you, out there that uh, reach out to us. We're here to uh, help you become your greatest possibility. Uh, We can help you in real estate or, you know, marriage or whatever it is that uh, we want to help you. And Mark, I I thank you so much. And uh, with your expertise, I think you can help a lot of us to, um, to have that vision and to be able to achieve it.
1: Well, Doctor Hank, you're too kind. I, I really appreciate the work that you're doing. It's truly by God's hand. So thank you for everybody, and I appreciate the
0: appreciate the time. Well, thank you. Appreciate you and uh, everybody. God bless, and know that everything that you want is coming your way. Love you. Bye.